0: I got birds in my microwave. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: You might as well get a new microwave.
0: It's, yeah. There's starlings, and they're in the microwave. They got in through the exhaust vent, and they are a rowdy bunch. (sighs) All hours of the day, I can hear them in there chirping and...
1: Do you think starlings are the, uh, bikers of the bird kingdom?
0: They're, um, I know that they're, I mean, anyone who knows anything about starlings knows they're an invasive species mm. that was introduced to the United States by some well-meaning Shakespeare enthusiasts. No. They, this is, and this is true. You can look it up the New York central park Shakespeare society had a project to introduce all of the birds mentioned in Shakespeare to the park. And <laughs> because of Shakespeare, <laughs> now we have starlings in the U S and they are everywhere. Yeah, destroying to crops. all microwaves. They are in our microwaves. Yeah.
1: Well, you just have to wait until it's time for them to migrate. Right. And they'll, Go back to Sturgis?
0: They, every, every year when the Starlings return to Sturgis. That would be... What if we did that? What if we could train all the Starlings to attack the bikers at Sturgis?
1: <laughs> How fun would that be? I don't know. if I mean, if I had uh, the... Starlings would be great. Uh, I, I, I don't want to, you know, poo-poo being able to train Starlings that well, but... Uh, I'd I'd like to go uh, up my ordinance. I'd like to go like full Bigger, on minor birds because oh, they they can talk.
0: Cassowaries. Yeah. Minor birds riding on cassowaries. <laughs> <laughs> just rolling into sturges.
1: Do birds need helmets when they I ride just, upon other birds? Just
0: just uh, uh, we're putting out a uh an announcement if, if anybody just listen don't be aware if if anybody asks to see your old lady's tits. Uh, there are birds who will peck at them. <laughs> just... Do
1: you do you think that sweet old uh, Burgess Meredith had a uh, like Mister Hyde's style persona that was Sturgis Meredith? Sturgis
0: Meredith. He's just got.
1: Any like any time he had to get into character uh, for the role of the penguin, he'd be like, "All right, you're Sturgis. You're Sturgis Meredith. Sturgis Meredith."
0: I just noticed that if you do the penguin But as a motorcycle That's <laughs> Waluigi right? Yeah it totally is If the penguin were a motorcycle He'd be Waluigi <sighs> Alright I got an idea for a podcast Okay well what is it This is called Live from the Shadows Oh and this is a podcast where we would be pretending to speak to someone from, like, the bushes outside their house.
1: Okay, but we're pretending.
0: We're pretending. We're right. not really – well, I got the idea for this because a uh, friend and uh, former person mentioned on the podcast, Kent Carney, texted us the other day and yeah. said – I feel so freaked out. (laughs) Uh, You guys are talking about me while I'm listening. He was in the process of texting us about something else on the podcast when the podcast turned into a discussion about me kicking his ass. Yeah. And then he got freaked out. And I thought it would be funny to do a podcast where um, we just like pick a random person or just maybe a first name and then describe how we're outside that person's house. We're in the bushes. Uh, Your house is Mm -hmm. blue and the odds are good that there's someone who lives in a blue house with bushes outside of it. And if they listen, they're going to flip their wig. They're going to think, Oh no, they really are in the bushes. They call the police, the police show up. There's nothing there, but they launch an investigation Mm -hmm. into our podcast. Then we're on the news and then it's all gravy. Then, then we just prepare the standard rich and famous contract for, Andrew and Nathan.
1: Well, do you do you think that they're going to uh discover the podcast before they discover the fact that I really am in their bushes and have been trying to get their kids to bring me food?
0: Just could you be yeah, we're not we're not threatening. The bushes
1: require a peanut butter sandwich.
0: We're not yeah. We're not being threatening. We're not like we're gonna kill you. We're like, could you just bring <laughs> could you bring us some stuff? Like we just we've been in the bushes for a while. It was just a roll of toilet paper A six-pack of old style and some (laughs) beef jerky. That's what we need. (laughs) Just leave it outside the bushes. Hello, Mother Leopard, I have your cub. 10,000 kola nuts wrapped in brown paper. We could just, yeah, just kind of hold people hostage and tell them to leave leave like an envelope of money and then and then we go around collecting all those envelopes and and that's our new model for when Patreon goes out of business now we just we're doing it on a, a kind of a racketeering model
1: Yeah.
0: be a real shame if something happened to that pot that's what we should do this is we we threaten other podcasters that we're somehow going to destroy oh. their podcast unless they give us their Patreon they password gotta, yeah, so they we gotta, can
1: reroute that money.
0: <laughs> we get all of their Patreons or else live from the shadows. Yeah,
1: Patreon bullies.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is. I know you 100%. got some milk money podcast. Hey, yeah. I see. Ooh, yeah. You you're in a true crime, huh? How into true crime are you? We're about to find out. Do you like to get crimed? I, I love getting crimed. Oh, we're asking them. Oh, we're okay. saying we're going to do the crime. I, I Don't think, tell them you I, love to get crimed. I crime. think the
1: fact that I like getting crimed so much might be why i like to crime others just because i like to share that it's feeling the,
0: it's the cycle of abuse you get crimed and then you crime others you ever like be just uh,
1: walking along the street and you, your your foot hits uh where the pavement is uneven and you almost fall down on your face and then all of a sudden all the adrenaline in your body just flares up and you're like i'm alive yeah, <laughs> I did not fall down, and that's why th- that's what the crimes make me feel.
0: The crimes, there are some crimes that make you feel good, right? Um, when they're done to you. I mean, most crimes make you feel good when you do them.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Hmm. A few of them feel good.
0: Prostitution. I guess so, yeah. Um, uh, I think prostitution, they call it a victimless crime, but I think it should be like, they should call it positive crime. I mean, I think drug dealing also, positive crime. People feel good when you do that crime. Of course it's
1: victimless. There there, there were nothing but smiling faces when I walked out of there.
0: Anything anything that makes someone... uh, climax should not be considered a victimless crime that's that's on another level um
1: there's also like some some forms of theft like uh when uh i have an entire birthday cake and and i'm trying to offer people pieces of of the cake and i'm just like oh good lord i don't need to eat this whole thing and then uh somebody somebody eats some without asking oh yeah it's a crime.
0: It's a crime. It's a uh,
1: theft that I'm glad happened.
0: Yeah. I had, you know, I had to replace a water heater. My old water heater stopped working, mm-hmm. and it, it was so clogged with, with, like, rust and crud that I couldn't even drain all the water out of it. So it just kind of, like, I did, like, I wobbled it, like, wobble-walked it through the laundry room and then pushed it out the back door, and it, like, fell off the stoop Landed on the sidewalk, rolled into the street, burst open, and just started dumping rust water everywhere. And uh, a guy in a truck just slammed on his brakes and grabbed it and threw it in the back of his truck and drove away with it. And I was like, good. Thank you for stealing my water (laughs) heater. I don't know what I was going to do with it if you hadn't stolen it.
1: Um. When, when I moved out of uh, one apartment, uh, it was we finally had decided to throw away all of our old tube TVs, in which we had four of them in that apartment, only two of which worked. Ugh. <laughs> but we put all four of them on the side of the road, and they were gone within 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And uh, the man who was picking them up and throwing them into uh, the side of his cargo van, the the door on the cargo van didn't latch. And I was just like, I wonder how many of the TVs are going to fall out in the middle of the road. Oh, my God. Because they were just sitting in
0: there loose. Maybe you drive, drove real slow. Like, I used to get so mad about that. I mean, like, I still get mad about that stuff. I, I bought a new couch, and I tried to throw out the old couch and the garbage people. And I call them garbage people because they are people, and their souls are garbage. Uh <clears throat> They refused to take the couch. They said that it had to be in a garbage bag. And then I did find a way to completely encase it in a garbage bag. And then they said, it's too heavy. And then some fucking bastards just stole the half with a hide-a-bed in it because it's mostly metal. And they're like, oh, I can recycle this. I get so mad about the, the people, like the people who cut open a mattress and just take the springs and leave a shredded mattress in the alley behind your house. Hmm. But now, I think there is an even worse group of people than the people who were just stealing the metal for recycling, and that is the people who are stealing things to not even recycle it, but to put it into one of those giant industrial grinding machines for TikTok. Have you seen those videos? (laughs) (laughs) They're not even like getting any of the like the value of the metal out of things. They're just like, yeah, look, we stole a scooter, and now Uh, we're putting it into a giant crushing machine. I'm
1: I'm probably, I'm just gonna warn you. I'm probably about a month from being one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many how many times have I talked to you about my grandpa's electric knife that I just want to destroy things with. (laughs) (laughs) the industrial grinder is just like a thousand grandpa's electric knives
0: (laughs) it's that's how they measure industrial grinders they're like this one is uh, it this one is uh, the six thousand grandpa power (laughs) yeah this was are we still talking about live from the shadows yeah
1: we're still talking about live from the shadows
0: i don't remember how we got on that but
1: well, I'm. A, I, we were talking about Grandpa's electric knife. I'm going to keep this one in the family. Uh, this this podcast idea is entitled uh, "Our Uncles Work at Nintendo."
0: Ooh.
1: And this is just a podcast that uh, where we talk about. Uh, just by coincidence, we met each other later on in life, but as we were uh, growing up, uh, we both had n- uncles that worked at Nintendo. So we'll just share with you a whole lot of. Uh, cool cheat codes and Easter eggs that, that uh, you never knew existed because our uncles both still work at Nintendo and we, we get the newsletters.
0: That's right. And we know we know the hidden cheat code that makes that makes you see Samus' boobs.
1: And uh, also we know the cheat code uh, where uh, Samus' uh, boobs uh, fall off and uh, Then they grow alien legs and they run off and then turn into another boss at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, it's where (laughs) Samus...
1: You got to fight that Samus boob monster. It's
0: totally real. It's real and we've seen it.
1: And it's spectacular.
0: (laughs) Now, I did have a kid in my elementary school... Who told me that his uncle worked at the Hot Wheels Corporation. He was a
1: filthy fucking liar. (laughs) Excuse my language.
0: I'm sorry to whatever that kid's name was. No,
1: they don't let people who have nephews work for Hot Wheels.
0: This kid told us that his uncle worked at Hot Wheels. And he was like, they've got these new cars that we got to play with. And you can put them in water. And they change color and like an engine pops out of the hood. And we were like, fuck off, man. We've heard Did this Did you beat before. the shit out of him? Turned out to be a real fucking thing.
1: <laughs> I know. I had one.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> that kid was, he was the, he's the exception that proves the rule. He was the kid who really had an uncle who worked at a toy yeah, company yeah, yeah. and he got to play with the toy before it came out. And we were, we, like... Were, were you
1: completely unaware of the color-changing plastic t- technology? Did you not have that Trix rabbit spoon that changed color in the cold milk? I mean,
0: we had seen some of that, but it was, like, early on in that technology even existed. We're not
1: there yet. We're not ready for Hot Wheels yet.
0: Hot Wheels that actually transform shape when they get hot or cold. And we, like, you know, I said, I can't remember that kid's name. It's because we ostracized it was
1: him, Billy Cronenberg. He didn't come back. <laughs> David he Cronenberg. He transferred to a different school
0: because we hated him for being a liar, and then he turned out <laughs> to be telling the truth. <laughs> I wish. Oh, oh, I'm gonna have to look up like an old elementary yearbook. And try and find that kid, and write write him a letter
1: of apology.
0: Dear so and so, I'm sorry. I am outside in your bush right now, in your yard, and I'm sorry that I we all called you a liar when you you really did have an uncle that worked (laughs) for Hot Wheels. Oh my god! Anyways, I have a podcast now,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and if you have any other. Can, is your uncle still alive? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did your did your uncle pull some strings and get you the job at Hot Wheels?
0: Oh my God! Could you imagine? And
1: also, am I your new best friend? And also, get, get to work at Hot Wheels?
0: Did you? I I just heard. I think yesterday, I believe that out of all of the companies that have made record profits by doing stock buybacks and uh, then. Uh, paying their firing employees and paying them less and less. The number one, uh, biggest, uh, you know, shitty company on earth apparently is Mattel. Like they beat all the oil companies. Mattel, the toy company, has the largest ratio of profit to not paying employees. Gross. It. It doesn't surprise me. And they started they're out they're so awful. wholesome with Barbie, you know?
1: Well, yeah. You didn't say, well, they're probably awful, too. At least, like, Hasbro, you know, are
0: like something brothers. The Hassenfeld brothers. Oh, you're Hassen- talking about Hassenfeld brothers, uh, yeah. uh, carpet remnants company? <laughs> oh, sorry. It was fabric remnants, not carpet remnants. That'd be, I mean,. It's a leap, but that seems like more of a leap to go from carpet to toys than fabric to toys. All right, I got I got another idea. Okay. This one is called... Well, I didn't come up with a name. Maybe maybe we need to workshop the name because this is just the concept. Uh, the podcast where we get everything wrong. Ooh. Now, I don't know if you're aware of, it's one of those... You know, like Godwin's Law or Rule 34, like an an internet rule.
1: An internet rule, okay.
0: There's an internet concept that if you're looking for a correct answer on the internet, the fastest way to get it is to, instead of asking a question, is to make an intentionally false statement... About the subject, and that will bring a pedant to you much faster than asking a question and then getting a bunch of uninformed people's opinions. But if you're like, like you're like, who now? Who was it? Who won? Who won the Tour de France in in 1983? And you're like, now I seem to recall that in in 1983, that uh, <clears throat> you know, it was. Louis the lightning bug won the tour de France and immediately someone will be on you like ugly on an ape, just like with the answer to that. So mad that you got it wrong. Whereas if you just said who won the, the, the tour de France in 1983, then you're going to get a bunch of people who were like, "Uh, it was uh, Rick Astley. LOL. Uh, I think it was Joe Biden. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know.
1: Like, this is confusing. Like, I very rarely ask, like, a message board. uh, Like, I usually ask a search engine these questions. Yes.
0: But even then, like, if you go to an answers-based website, like Yahoo or Quora, you get a bunch of wrong answers, right?
1: Mm, I guess that's true. And I I did just search Tour de France 83, and I'm frustrated right now that I have to now ask,
0: winner... Um. But, I'm sorry, I got a little distracted from my point here.
1: Mm-hmm. Laurent Fignon.
0: That's a funny way of pronouncing Louis the Lightning Ball. Laurent Fignon. Laurent Fignon. Hey folks, Laurent Fignon is rounding the final bend. Um, the, the idea here is that much in the same way that you can generate correct answers from getting the thing wrong uh, we can generate more um what's the word engagement engagement yes from just get i mean how often have you listened to a podcast and
1: well like i mean like it we got engagement from uh listener kent carney uh last week by making him feel paranoid yes like he started out feeling like he felt seen and then he felt like we were actually watching him with uh, our Batman binoculars in, in the parking lot where he yeah. worked.
0: This is uh, are this this whole podcast is just becoming driving <laughs> insane now.
1: Well, <laughs> every I, I, episode I say, is about say, say, him. Say we pick a different one of our, our Patreon uh, subscribers and, and give them a little personal uh, uh, attention. A
0: little uh, spooky, creepy. Um, no, but how many times have you listened to a podcast and there's a discussion about they a topic they never
1: directly addressed me most of the time,
0: right? Yeah, but they'll talk they'll talk about a subject that you know about, and then they'll just get it completely wrong, like they they misremember. They'll be like, oh, yeah, remember uh, Family Ties? That was the one where Uncle Cody lived in the driveway in his van. And you're like, no, that was (laughs) step by step. You get so mad about it. (laughs) And then they'll be like, "Eh, you know, somebody wrote into us on Twitter and they were like, hey, we got it wrong Mm -hmm. on the last one. People are more driven to interact with a podcast that gets things wrong. So if we could make an episode where... We just have a discuss, just a free-form, flowing discussion, and whatever we, whatever we come upon, we just intentionally get some aspect of it wrong. That's going to drive people like Kent Carney insane. Yeah, we can. I know for a fact if we had talked about Roger Rabbit and got it wrong, Kent would lose <laughs> his mind. He'd call into the hotline and just do the entirety of Roger Rabbit. He knows it. In fact, you know what, Kent? If you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> when the pandemic started, you did a fundraiser for some charity where you said that if you, if you donated, you would do a minute of of Roger Rabbit in exchange for a dollar, and I donated like $130, and I still have not gotten the voicemail <laughs> of the entirety of Roger Rabbit. I forgot about that, and you were almost off the hook. Hmm.
1: Well, if, if what we're trying to do is drive engagement, I think that this is a great idea. But I also like the idea where we keep talking about Kent Carney and we're, <laughs> we're, we're the first podcast ever where the hosts of the podcast have a parasocial relationship with their <laughs> listeners.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> That's podcast where we get every fact wrong. you Very got another one? I do. Uh,
1: and uh, this one is uh, sticking with the theme of uh, keeping it in the family. This is Nana's Stories Digest, which I don't know if there are even soap operas anymore. But this would be, uh, we would spend a week and we would actually watch we pick a, a soap opera and watch it for the week. And then we would uh, boil it down, boil those five hours down into a one-hour digest podcast.
0: Yeah. I like that idea. And, and honestly, this is, I'd say, one of the driving forces of, I mean, well, I don't know if there are any, like, honest-to-God soaps anymore. There, I mean prestige television is a form of soap opera yeah
1: but but that's not exactly what i'm aiming for i'm aiming for the daytime television that i grew up watching with my babysitter yes (laughs) yeah and uh, in a way that that where i said i didn't like it but i still continued to watch it and uh also what a wild job that is where, where you actually have to pull off a one-hour teleplay five days a week. Mm-hmm. And, and they were, like, and, and writing pretty, them on the fly. Yeah, and and they're pretty much going to just delete it. There were never DVDs of any of these things. They're, it, the closest thing I can think of are some of the shonen anime that would air oh, yeah. five days a week, but that was a 30-minute episode. And also... They didn't have the, like, liberty of just, like, showing a still picture for, for, like, eight seconds at a time.
0: Yeah. I mean, was it All My Children that actually had, like, a live organ player, like a baseball game? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like, the music was just, like, some old lady at an organ, just like, like, just playing, (laughs) trying to match the mood of the scene as they acted it out live.
1: So I guess what I'm saying is like uh, for for this one, I guess we could try to find I feel like that maybe Paramount Plus might be the last purveyor. I think that when it was still CBS, I don't even remember if it was Plus CBS Paramount when that streaming service, I think that the last televised soap operas moved to that, if I remember correctly.
0: What was that one that was like uh Passions? Is that where there was like a uh, little there is a little guy A little guy and it was like there was people had matches. He was powers. he was like
1: was was he the familiar of a witch? I like believe, he lived with the witch.
0: Yes, there was a witch and then a little guy who had like the he had whatever the thing is was. Was his name Timmy like a, or Tommy? Oh, something I don't like remember. that. I do remember that when my house burned down when I was I I remember that a friend of my 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 best friend at the time Brandon came to the hotel where we were staying while you know my family was you know in abject poverty (laughs) and uh, we watched some uh, soap opera and there was a little boy named Thomas George who got lost separated from his family at the Christmas tree farm, and then they didn't know what happened to him. And then for the rest of our lives, we always made fun of this little lost boy, Thomas George. And I have no idea what soap opera that was. Hmm. Thomas George. What happened to Thomas George? He's gone. Oh, he was just here a minute ago. Now Thomas George is gone. I remember Thomas George, and I okay. might be the only person left on Earth. Maybe Brandon also. <laughs> I don't know if it was as important to him. His house didn't just burn down. And, and,
1: and this was uh, this is part of the problem with with the soap operas is that they they never stop, and you miss a couple, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Because there's a plot twist in, like, every episode. <laughs> it's the thing that
0: eventually makes most people lose interest in wrestling, is that you, you just, oh, well, I got a thing going on this week, and then you come back a couple of weeks later, and and now the godfather is Papa Shango, and you're like, what happened?
1: I think it was the other way yeah, around. Yeah, it
0: was the other way around. But he's something else as well.
1: Uh, he, he was, uh... He was in the nation of domination. I don't know what his. Uh, uh, I think uh, that was black, still the Godfather power character. Yeah, was. I think
0: he was still the Godfather. Yeah, it, no, all right. it was
1: Kama, comma, comma something, K A M A
0: something like that. Well, we're, let's just say Kamala Harris and then someone's <laughs> going to be like, "No!" and they'll write in. There's there, if there, you there, if uh, you know
1: uh-oh, uh-oh, WWF wrestlers already why everybody mis- mispronounces her name.
0: <laughs> Folks, if you know who the Godfather did evolved into, you can call 702 podcast and leave us a message. All right, let's go to the Podtron. Folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence. We trained it by giving it a list of the most popular podcasts on Earth, and then it generates a list of new podcast titles based on what it's learned in the hopes that one of those will be a jumping-off point that'll launch us to podcast superstardom. Titles like... This one's called Somebody, period. Period anything period
1: somebody anything
0: and this almost feels like a plea and yeah, it does. at this point this is where it's going to be our 250th episode <laughs> and we still don't have a podcast someone anything please just give us an idea worthy worthy and we'll and we'll run with it yeah
1: that's you you said it.
0: We <laughs> here's here's an idea. We'll do a whole episode where we beg people for an idea and maybe then then uh one person will call into this show. Somebody, anything. I don't know, it sounds
1: to me like it's a cold call show. It
0: could be a cold call too. We could call other podcasts that have hotlines and ask them for an idea. <laughs> it's a reverse hotline and then
1: we can do a clip show we can just do a clip show (laughs) of which which is less work for me and way more work for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah that's the idea somebody anything is the show where we call out we don't we're not this isn't a call in this is a call out and we're and we're asking other podcasts for help please can you please give us an idea? You already have your idea. Maybe you have a second idea that you don't have time to do. Could we, maybe, could we just trouble you for a small smackerel of podcast? <laughs> somebody anything? <laughs> All right, that's somebody anything. That's I, I, I think that, that we really found the kernel of that. Yeah,
1: we did. I've got one here. Uh, this one is called uh, The Dispatcher. I think this is one where uh, the podcast calls 911. <laughs> Do you have an idea? Someone, anything. It, hello, it's me again,
0: Winnie the Pooh. Me and Piglet are doing a podcast, but we don't have any good ideas. Oh, Bother. <laughs> Anyways, dispatcher,
1: could could do do you have an idea for a podcast?
0: Just us tying up the nine one one hotline with us doing Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, bad Winnie the Pooh and Piglet.
1: Yes, yes.
0: The dispatcher.
1: Uh, well, I mean, it has other ideas. It's just uh that. My my interpretation of that was colored by the fact that it could have been the exact same podcast as what you said. But I I, I think that this could be one where we just get a hold of one of those dispatchers and, and find out like I would imagine that on, on a given day they have a story every I, day.
0: I was going to say I do know someone who used to be a 911 dispatcher. However, he has since uh, gone on to become like a, a captain of industry. Well, no, what uh, uh, one, one of a very small group of uh, scholars of ancient Icelandic and Norse history. Oh, like he, sick. He quit being a nine one one dispatcher <laughs> and then went to went to graduate school in Iceland but it would be funny to uh get him on the podcast and then just ask him about that 911 dispatching instead of Norse mythology <laughs> i i
1: i think that 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 could be uh two sides of the podcast you know we we could have a guest to be like uh this this, this uh, the chocolate part is the nine one one and the the vanilla part is the Norse mythology.
0: I mean, Norse mythology is very hot right now. We get him on every episode. It's a different th- this week. We're talking Thor, love and thunder. Now and his name's Zach. I'm not gonna dox him now, Zach. <clears throat> now, when you were a nine one one dispatcher, did anybody call with something stuck in their butt? He's just dying to point out the like inaccuracies in the Thor movie. Now, in the movie, The North Man, uh, he does stab a man to death with a sword. Did you ever get any calls where someone had been stabbed with a sword when you were? <laughs> in Did box. that ever happen to you? It could be a good show, I think. I
1: bet somebody could put the handle of the sword up their butt and then, like, have a sword fight with another person who put the handle of the sword up their butt.
0: It was right there, too. If you've seen the Northman, he's naked. He could have just had the sword in his butt and be like, oh, do you then fight me like a man? But then, like mm-hmm.
1: they're clanging metal together, and clang, then clang, clang. they're both one of them. Uh, the sword falls out of their butt, and it's embarrassing.
0: That's yeah. That's how it ends. The dispatcher. This could also be dispatching. Uh, is uh, another word for like killing. You know, executing someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it could be that something about. Well... Sending it, someone to meet their maker. It's just sending away, isn't it? Well, I mean, you dispatch someone with a cloth mm. yard shaft through their wishbone. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, like, a a newsletter can be a dispatch. That's and, true. And also, uh, yeah, dispatchers are the guys who send uh, taxi cabs around. Not too many of them around anymore.
0: Mm. What if Replaced it's about, by an app. It's a... Gu- <laughs> It's a guy who used to work as the taxi cab dispatcher. Mm-hmm. Nope, doesn't get
1: that job anymore. And and uh, what what if they got Louie from Taxi, Danny DeVito himself, mm-hmm. to be the uh,
0: voice of Uber? He goes. Well, here's
1: he's like, send send a car down down, down. <laughs> pick up pick up Nathan. <laughs> he's in a hurry.
0: Oh, that would make you feel so special if every time you ordered a Uber. You got to hear Danny DeVito say your name. Yeah, just they have. We get him in the booth. Got a got a mic and a set of cans on his head, and we're just giving him a name of everyone, a list of every name, and then and then when you click on the button in the app, then he's like Andrew. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that the voice of the little fawn from Hercules? <laughs> I think it's the lorax it's he's the lorax. the disp- I was gonna say that this could be a, a disgruntled former dispatcher from a taxicab service who mm-hmm. becomes a serial killer, dispatching people. and then maybe he also works at a newspaper, and that's how he's covering up his tracks mm-hmm. by he's he's got the inside scoop at the newspaper. He just changes the article to say, uh, whoever did this was very tall. <laughs> okay. The police are reading the newspaper. Oh, it says here was a tall guy, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Huh. Couldn't be DeVito. Couldn't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy that works at the dispatch, that used to be the dispatcher, who's, who's uh, leaving all those clues at the crime scene about how he likes to dispatch people. But he said he was really tall. Hmm. And then there's like a seven foot tall guy with a little soul patch. They're really mm. like, hey, what is that thing on your chin? He's like, what, well, this patch? I'm like, we got our man.
1: <laughs> oh. He just isn't good with making the TH
0: sound. This these patch? It's all V's yeah, it's and like D's a, and. It's like an old Caribbean man. What do you mean, this patch? All right, <clears throat> I have another idea here. Mm-hmm. This one is called "Sober with Jeff" or "False." Ooh, I don't know what that means.
1: I've heard of uh, "True or False," but yeah. I haven't heard of "Sober." Truth with or Jeff Dare or false.
0: True or False, Sober or Not. It seems like it
1: might be better if it was "Sober with Jeff" or "Dare."
0: So we're with Jeff,
1: and I would choose, like having the truth side. I, I would almost always pick truth. But if the the there was like one one guy at the party who wouldn't drink and was like disgusted <laughs> with us, and and everybody said like, well you can t- continue hanging out with us and do a dare. Or you can go be sober with Jeff.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's way more... That is the, the the fatal flaw with Truth or Dare is that it's... Truth is always way easier than dare.
1: That is. is as long as you're not that interesting. That, that was always my master plan. It's like, I just won't do anything embarrassing.
0: Yeah. So this is a much more compelling version of truth or dare sober with Jeff or dare yeah because you want to keep having a good time at the party Mm -hmm. and people are being compelled to do dares they would normally not do yeah it's true
1: like some like I I made it sound like nobody would choose sober with Jeff and maybe you've already drank enough that it's time to start getting sober and maybe what the the dare is is you're gonna damage yourself And it is really fun to to call Jeff Hefe.
0: I mean, if there's one thing I know about drinking at a party, it's that at some point you say, oh, I've had enough and stop. (laughs) People are famous for doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Time for me to get sober
1: with Jeff. I mean, you do. You just, your brain chemistry is such that you've stopped creating memories at that point
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure oh man i remember (laughs) that we were doing shots out of a boot and then just that's where it stops i'm sure that what happened then was that i just went over into the corner with that churl jeff and then the two of us just sobered up that's what happened to me holy hell i feel like shit (laughs) (laughs) I feel like somebody put me in the Liberty Bell and then hit it. <laughs> I must have sobered up with Jeff last night. That's what happened. Sober with Jeff or dare. What I was going to say was that uh, starting out the evening, people would clearly choose dare over sober with Jeff. Yeah. And that would create like a cascading effect of greater and greater dares. That would make people want. They would cre- yeah. create FOMO, so that you would not want to sober up with Jeff because people mm-hmm. are like getting their dicks and titties out, and you're like, I can't miss this. I'm about to see some of the best dicks and titties in town. At
1: and a then- certain point, though, it would get too out of hand, and uh, the the power would shift. You think? And and by the end of the night, uh, Jeff's head would would carry the crown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if, if Jeff can get everyone on his team it's just dried up for the night, then Jeff wins. But yeah. it's Jeff against the world.
1: We're just playing Uno with Jeff. Yeah, Jeff's got
0: – he's trying to teach everybody the rules to, to Agricola, and no one's having it. But, I mean, people were lighting themselves on fire. It was a self-immolating round of D.A.R.E. We had to sober up with Jeff. Mm. Back
1: when uh, I I used to know people who would play the card game Euchre. Oh, yes. I always thought it was spelled the same way that Bob Euchre is spelled, and I thought that that Bob Euchre had his own proprietary card game. Bob
0: Euchre's... I mean, how did that never become like a video game? MS-DOS. Yeah. Bob Euchre's... Bob Euchre and
1: Mr. Belvedere, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Belvedere is like at the menu screen and then and the Cleveland <laughs> Indians or the Milwaukee Brewers all right, do you have another another idea?
1: uh sure, uh, this one is called uh Killtown dicks.
0: Killtown dicks, and this is all. This is three words.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I, I assume that these are private dicks who have uh, oh. all kinds of uh, work when 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 they they live in Killtown.
0: Killtown is a good place for dicks to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, unless unless it's a dick killing town.
1: Ooh boy! Well, then they better be good at their job because they really need to solve that you know find out who that dick serial killer is because they're all dicks themselves
0: don't ask for who the town kills it kills for dicks do you think that there's
1: ever been like a uh, George Foreman style person who named all of their children after them whose name was dick so that they they had uh, you know just a bunch of kids named dick
0: just a whole bag of dicks
1: yeah who were all all training at detective school.
0: <laughs> Hello, I'm Dick, and these are my sons. Dick, 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 and Dick. Oh, we're and a bunch of dicks. That's
1: old Dick over there. He's 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 my eldest, and those are all of his little dicks.
0: And today I'm excited to talk to you about the Big Dick Grill. This is the proprietary grill that I invented. That it grills it's the it's the big dick grease eliminating machine. As
1: seen on uh, Fear Factor with Joe Rogan.
0: It's the it's the long and hard. Have grilling you ever machine.
1: found the need to to grill an entire elk dick all in one go? It's yeah, it's a drink
0: <laughs> It's a it's a dick grilling machine. You put a dick in there. Up until now, we've been throwing these animals' penises away. Not anymore. Now we've got the dick. It's a it's a grill just for dick. My
1: partial Native American heritage tells me to use all parts of the <laughs> buffalo, especially the penis. Excuse me, I mean dick. <laughs> Let me use the proper science. I'm sorry. Terminology. That's,
0: I don't mean to be crass. The dick. <laughs> now don't don't buy into those imitators. Johnson's Johnson Grill. I'm sorry. No, Jackie Chan's Dick Rotisserie.
1: <laughs> Did he get that idea from Kenny Rogers? <laughs> I think
0: I is it. I think that the George Foreman Grill is the Jackie Chan oh, grill in other yes. parts of the world. You are correct. There definitely is a Jackie Chan thing. I I think it is the George Foreman Grill. This is. <laughs> Hollywood Hulk Hogan's balls maker <sighs> alright well Killtown Dicks this is do you
1: think that in South Africa Charlto Copley got the, the lean mean grilling machine
0: Charlto Copley's uh, disposable adult diapers for police <laughs> It always sucks when you say something that's like just a great encapsulated stupid thing right at the end of the episode and you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna use something from that late in the game as the title. Shartlow Copies. Shartlow? <laughs> Shartlow Copies. Adult Diapers for Cops. <clears throat> I know it's it's charlto, but that's not a thing. It's it sh- like it should be like at least Charlton. Charlton, like
1: Charlatan. Like he's a fake Carlton.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do feel sorry for him for that name. Like, is that a regular name over there?
0: I don't know. And honestly, I don't want to know. I don't know. The the only other
1: South African actor I can think of, of of the top of my head is Charlize Theron. And now I'm wondering if they all all their names start with Char.
0: <laughs> That's actually the movie Sharky's Machine <laughs> takes place in South Africa. <laughs> The Charmin Bears, they're South Africa. They're actually their father owned a, an emerald mine over there. <laughs> Just those freaks wiping their asses on TV. <clears throat> All right, here's what we got this week: we got live from the shadows. Our uncles work at Nintendo. Podcast where we get every fact wrong. We still have to come up with a title for that. Nana's Stories Digest. Somebody anything the dispatcher sober with Jeff or false or sorry sober with Jeff or dare and kill Town dicks
1: okay uh, I don't want to tip my hat too much but uh, pretty sure that the, everything we say is wrong and our uncle's work at Nintendo would we would be they were both uh, lie casts
0: they're both what?
1: I mean, if if you don't want to peek behind the curtain.
0: Oh, they're both lies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're both of those were lies. I think, honestly, we got a lot of good ideas here. Somebody, anything, just like calling <laughs> other <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> I really like that idea a lot. <laughs> just, just calling into other podcast hotlines and begging them for an idea <laughs> for a podcast. <laughs> The more I say it, the more I like it. But honestly, the, the only
1: problem I have with that is once again, we're on a hotline. So then, then it would be you listening back to their episodes to see if they even used your phone call. I mean, we and would
0: then- have to, we'd have to, I mean, the podcast would just be a re- recordings of us calling other podcasts. And then we could do like a follow up episode where we discuss all of the ideas that. Uh, I'm sure they'll all use what we send them. But yeah, honestly, live from the shadows, our uncles work at Nintendo podcast where we get everything wrong. Those are all good ideas. And I feel like we already, I will say, I feel like we already have been doing Live from the Shadows too much.
1: (laughs) Yes, I I agree.
0: We're getting really, really in the weeds on just talking specifically to a specific member of our audience.
1: I I think the next trick we do in that that endeavor is, is to start talking about somebody who we know could, who knows both of us, who could listen to our podcast, who doesn't.
0: Charlize. We know you're listening. <laughs> Charlize, call us. We don't want to get sober with Jeff, Charlize.
1: Not not,
0: not yet. We're not ready. We're ready to do dick out there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well... Well,
1: my my vote is just uh, mixing those th- the Nintendo
0: and the, the Nintendo uh, yeah. and the everything wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll just then we'll just call it our uncles work at Nintendo. Yeah,
1: and and, and just know that uh, we we know that <laughs> just because our uncles work at Nintendo don't mean that we don't have family members who work in a whole lot of other different places. We are like we're gonna bring a whole lot of. Completely good knowledge
0: we are to the, the table. We are two complete liars pretending to be experts on things gifted with the inability to conceptualize being caught in a lie. It gives us an incredible confidence in the things we're saying. And if you want to hear that podcast, Our Uncles Work at Nintendo, that will be up at our Patreon next weekend. That is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash we don't have a podcast yet. And of course, you can always leave us a review on your podcast website that you like to... You do it on any website, really. Go on Facebook.
1: Please try to keep your reviews on websites, though. If, If you just jot it down on a pad of paper and then ball it up and throw it in the trash, it won't ever get to us.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would encourage you to go to the whitehouse.gov dot gov website and just say Nathan and AJ's podcast mm-hmm. is a treasure.
1: While while it, it is beautiful and wonderful that you made a review using uh, Jego uh, Jello Jigglers, uh, Jego Jillers, <laughs> Jego, <laughs> Jego <laughs> Jillers, I'm a huge fan of off brand uh, gelatin products rendered in letter form writing out a negative review. of that
0: podcast. <laughs> Get that, get that obnoxious guy who makes those memes where it's him standing in front of a wall of balloon letters to make one that says Nathan and AJ, you know what? Make him give us a negative <laughs> review. We don't, I don't want that guy uh, on my team. Anyways. Uh, also, other reviews will
1: accept light bright reviews.
0: Oh, light right air
1: right writing reviews. Magnadoodle,
0: give Magna-doodle. it to us on a magna doodle.
1: Tattoo, tattoo reviews. Tattoo
0: reviews. I will free subscription to the Patreon for anyone who gets a review of our podcast tattooed on their body.
1: <laughs> Please don't do the one that our friend Steven wrote. No, it has to be an original <laughs> review
0: and not one. Not the homophobic one. It's still up, despite the fact that I've reported it.
1: <laughs> and and given Stephen little hints that he should hey, take st- it down.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. That's been the show. Thank you for listening. Come over to the Patreon to hear this Friday, uh, the podcast. Our uncles work at Nintendo. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Fa-ba-dee-o-go! fa ba dee